Okay, I hope this is working. The thing's moving. Yes, okay, I think this is working. Um, this is Parker Souter. My partner is myself because I'm doing this a little late in the day. And I just got done with practice and off a call with a college coach. So this is a little last minute, but it will be professional nonetheless. Because that is what we strive for here. Um, so the podcast I chose was the psychology podcast, the Invisibilia, Invisibilia, I think I'm saying that the way they said it, um, fearless, about fear and how that plays a role in our society today. Um, so let's jump right into it. The first question there is, do you think we need fear anymore to navigate the modern world or is fear still useful even today? And that's really the one question on here that I didn't really understand the the controversy in. I didn't understand where that wouldn't be useful. And I understand a, a couple of the examples they used where it could be useful in jobs where you need to be fearless, like being a firefighter, being a soldier or a cop or anything like that where you have to be able to make decisions without fear, suppressing that as much as possible. But I would argue that to a degree, those people in those jobs, not that they don't have fear, but I guess they're almost numb to it, to a degree, um, where they're not processing it the same way we would, like, Firefighter example. We see a burning building. We don't think run into it. We think run away. Because that's our natural instinct. Right? We have a fear of fire. That's deeply rooted in us. Just ancestrally. Fire. Very helpful. Also can be very bad. Um, and there's just an innate fear of that. Especially if you're, you know. The example everyone always uses, if you're a little kid and touch the stove, you learn not to touch the stove again. Um, so I think, yes, it is very important um, in our modern world and is useful. And it says in a modern world, so I'll try and relate that back to a modernized world. not Because back in the day, when I say back in the day, I mean our ancestors a long time ago, obviously they needed fear, you know. You gotta be scared to run towards the lions, stuff like that, right? A general fear is how we got here today. If we didn't have a fear, I don't know if we would have made it out of the food chain the way we have. Um, but in terms of the modern world, I think it's very useful from a technology standpoint of we do need to be fearful of... I think a big example is like the dark web and all the child trafficking and all those things that are happening very openly, though behind closed doors, but very openly in our world um, through technology and is now more accessible and more available for people through technology. But also things were learning and registering without even thinking about it in technology that should 
worry us to some degree that we're just desensitizing ourselves to certain things like violence and drug use and stuff like that um that used to be very taboo subjects but now there's just you know there's a video for everything online right um so we do need to be fearful of that and i think people still are fearful of that you know with you know moms are worried about their kids seeing too much at a young age on their devices even though they recognize those devices are needed for them you know to communicate with them because you basically have to have a device now um but that's why there's on all devices there's like child locks right so you can monitor and decide what your kid does and does not get to use on the internet and use on their phone to stay away from some of those things that spark fear in us, like the fear of the unknown, especially with parents who aren't as technologically versed and don't know as much about the un. <laughs> That's kind of repetitive, but don't know as much about the internet, and it's a scary thing for them. Um, then of course they're going to be fearful of that, and that is to a degree needed. Um. So yes. I do think it is still needed today. Um, and then the next question is, what would happen if you didn't have any fears at all? So with that, that really made me think of the example they talked about kind of halfway through the podcast, I think. Maybe about a third of the way. About a woman they referred to just as SM. Um, who didn't register fear the same way most of us do. And they said the part that I found really interesting, besides just that some people don't elicit fear in certain situations that most people do, because that is not surprising, it's interesting, but there are those genetic outliers of people who don't receive pain the same way we do, or emotions, right? Sociopaths, stuff like that. But this woman doesn't feel fear. She is fearless, like the podcast is named. Um, And I thought it was really interesting pertaining back to this question of what would happen if you didn't have any fears at all. They wouldn't use her name. The guy added in kind of when they were talking about her. He wouldn't use her name because she has and would receive death threats and this I this really I didn't even consider this. I thought, you know, you get a threat, you go, Oh, that's not good, that's a threat. She doesn't perceive them as threats. It doesn't elicit the same response it does to us if someone threatens us as it does to her. So it's it's dangerous for her because she isn't scared of any threat, um, which would be a crazy way to live, but that's really the question, what would happen if you didn't have any fears at all, and I just, it's hard to put yourself in that mindset of if you didn't have any fears at all, because it makes you think, well, I feel like you would develop a, you develop a God complex where you're invincible if you don't have any fears. But I think he would still have a general understanding of danger. Like, 
just because you don't have fear, if you didn't have any fears at all, like the question asked, I don't think... I don't know how to put this. I'm trying to put this into words. I don't think you would be at the top of a building and believe, truly believe, that I can jump off this building and survive. But you won't have any fear of falling off the building. So it would be an interesting way to live where there is nothing that can, nothing that you feel can hurt you. And my question with that would be, when do you realize that? Like when as a kid or as a young adult, really even into adulthood, do you realize I don't perceive fear? Like how do you realize that and believe that? And then what do you do with that information when when you're not scared of anything? I mean, I guess it lends itself to more high-paying, more high-risk, high-reward jobs and activities. And also fear, it, it, in your brain, they're talking about it fires off a lot of neurochemicals. Like, the, the people, adrenaline junkies, why they like bungee jumping and skydiving is there's a fear element to it. It's, they don't, they're not seeking the thrill of jumping, because, you know, you could jump up on your bed and jump right off, right? They're not going to really get a kick out of that the same way a little kid would. But they're seeking that adrenaline from the thought of, oh, there is a chance this doesn't end well for me. And they are fearful of that, but they're fighting back against that. And that's that feeling, that dopamine that's firing off in your brain that they're seeking. Um, I believe that is all the questions on there. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the podcast. Now it's just going to be interesting to see if I can find a way to submit this.